Shuffle. Shuffle. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Kill Shuffle. Goddamn right. <laughs> I'm Donald. I'm Dylan. And uh, we've got it. Like we haven't done a bumper episode in a good long time. I can't count on one hand this time. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I think this is the first six album review show of 2018. Yeah. Yes, we had one last year. I think we did. Oh yeah, we we, we had several last okay, year, yeah. especially after you came back from Japan. Okay. Um, <laughs> Which uh, we had been planning for a while, yeah, that, that show. But uh, yeah, no, so this is this is a bumper bumper week. But before we list off what we're going to be covering, I suppose, maybe it's time to just say the conditions we've been working under the last few days. Yeah, the parental <laughs> advisory. <laughs> um, we, we were hit by, first we were hit by the beast from the east yeah. here in Dublin. Um, and that sort of went out with Storm Emma yeah. in the middle of Friday. And that just became a massive blizzard. Yeah. So um, we've been, we've kind of been snowed in. Beast from Yeast is such a stupid name, uh, by the way. I'm sorry, that is the most metal snowstorm name ever. Well, maybe. <laughs> unless, unless you're like fucking Damo and I ever going, oh, that's such a beast of a storm. Uh, yeah, 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 the beast from the East. I uh, know, well, uh, regardless of whether the name is cool or not, um, it, it, it immobilized us. But nonetheless, we've uh, we've, we've trenched out into the snow mm-hmm. um, to, to bone up for these, these album reviews, which is always necessary you know oh yeah the snow will not stop the show no it didn't and uh, the gra- the grand thaw is well and truly underway the yeah. the whole island of Ireland is sopping wet at the moment mm. um, so hopefully this will provide you with a little bit of entertainment as we wait for the floods to go down yeah. <laughs> so this week on the show um, we are as I said covering covering six albums five of them are new releases mm-hmm. um, and in no particular order because there's so many I've kind of lost track um, we're going to cover Rated Nar by Tusky. <laughs> Time Will Die and Love Will Bury It by Roland Tomasi. Yeah. You're Not Alone by Andrew WK. Um, number Five by Ling Tasate Segura. Yeah. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Yeah. Uh, just Or if you wanted to say it in English, uh, was it The Rain Season? Sure, sure, yeah, sure. I, that's my translation of the week. <laughs> and we've been hyping that one up for a while. Um, um, and I'm, I'm missing one, Dill. What am I missing? What are you missing? Uh, what did you cover already? <laughs> <laughs> Pay attention, keep up. Um, I think that might be everything. Uh, so in any case, that's is that six? Oh, and then sorry, that's it. The last one is uh, we're going to cover um, Machina, yeah. Machines of God. Yeah, is that, is that how you say it? Machina. Yeah, by the Smashing Pumpkins. Yes. That was a, that's our final album. So that's not a new release. No. Um, from all the way back in the year two thousand. Yeah, that's quite a way the, back. The distant future. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, like I said, there's a lot to get through. Um, I'm really excited because it's it's a really exciting week. It was it's been a lot of fun, um, and we and quite a few of the releases came out this Friday just passed. So we've been kind of trying to cram yeah. them into our brains. Did we get Good Tiger in there as well? I we think. got Good Tiger nice. in there. Do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Good Good Tiger also. Um, and the name of that album is We Will All Be Gone. We Will All Be Gone. Yes. Great. Okay, so lovely Tusky. Night. Good. So Tusky. Good Tiger. Link Tosa Isagori. Rolla Tomasi. Smashing Pumpkins and Andrew WK. That's what we're covering this week let's dig in so we've been teasing it for a long time now this is probably the third show and um, where we've mentioned it and we're finally going to review it the album is called number five and the band is linked to Segure or the rainy season yes okay yeah so these guys are are from japan do you know roughly what area or what prefecture or Tokyo. Like that? Tokyo. Tokyo. okay um, around that and they've been making noise since 2002 mm, yeah if not a little earlier in some mm. cases at least um, sure the members have been doing stuff before then yeah so the three members I'm probably just going to refer to them by their nicknames because um, <laughs> easy nicknames 
<laughs> yeah, easy nickname. So the the lead singer is uh, TK. Yeah, TK the, Lemonade. The, 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 the bass player and backing singer is three four five. Yes, and the drummer is Pierre. Pierre. Yeah. Yeah. So so those guys, um, they're what you would definitely call power trio. You mm-hmm. know, they're a tight locked in unit, and their music has always been organized chaos. Yeah. In the vein of, I would say, like the Mars Volta or Fall of Troy. Oh, or... de- definitely the Mars Volta with a more yeah. of a Smashing Pumpkins vibe. Yeah, of, yeah, yeah, of, yeah. Of reverb. Yes. That makes sense. Exactly. Yeah. So they, they sort of deal in maffy post-hardcore. Mm-hmm. Not the kind of stuff that I would normally associate with Japan, actually. When I first heard them, um, needless to say, through anime. Yeah, yeah. But uh, they, they did the opening for Psychopaths. And it's I think it's their best song, actually, overall. is Abnormalize off their most second most recent album, Imperfect. Imperfect, yeah. That was the most kind of approachable one, mm. I guess, for mm. a band that is... Hard to get into, I would say. I would agree, actually. Even though a lot of the music in this album, I'll talk with this album as mm. well. Um, a lot of the music is very, very warm and approachable, yeah, and, and chaotic. But then there's the vocals, <laughs> which I don't know how I grew to love them as much as I do. Yeah, because they are very good. And then I I watch videos of him live, and he he's even better live. Yeah, yeah. It's it's um, an, it's. I suppose the. The Japanese rock bands don't seem to be as constrained by cultural norms as maybe Western, as in there doesn't seem to be as much of a stigma surrounding having a really versatile vocal performance. So like Whittling, what you get is, for the most part, a pretty impassioned, you know, relatively high-pitched singing voice from TK. Yeah. But then he'll just come out with these crazy screams and, and 345 will come in and oftentimes they'll be trading off each other vocally mm. in the higher registers where they, they're almost in a similar range, which is really cool. But very distinguishable. But super, yeah, yeah, but really distinguishable. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, uh, his voice is not too far removed from noise rock vocalists, mm. almost. With, yeah. With, with the reckless abandon that he sometimes takes with his guitar and his vocals all at the same time. Yeah, there's a... There's Crazy, a, right? There's an Irish band at the moment called Thumper and it kind of reminds me of that. It's a real... Um, and forceful do you know what I mean it's like it's a forceful impassioned vocal mm-hmm. um, and the gu- gu- really like I'd say the guitar is similar to stuff we we may have heard in the latest Asuifa album yes With crazy yeah. little bits yeah uh, maybe maybe not like sampling and loop pedaling but he does count on a lot of crazy he doesn't it doesn't matter if he's like if you can tell what he's playing yeah all the time as long as it sounds hectic and it get you get the message it gets in the yeah. soundscape. <laughs> yeah, it, get, it gets pretty hectic. This huge delay reverb with the phaser turned on all at once with a sweep echo. Yep. Uh, and at one point, at one point, at the end of uh, I think it's, I think it's ten to ten. Yes. Um, it just descends into this wonderful chaos. There's like what sounds like a phone dial tone solo, mm-hmm. just out of nowhere. He's obviously just got about a million effects on yeah. and, and, and tremolo. He's a lot of and tremolo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, but before we kind of get into the meat and potatoes of the sound of the album too much, okay. would would it be fair to say that this is a natural progression from where they were on Imperfect? Uh, yeah. Which was their first kind of readily available album in yeah. the West. Yeah, I, I, this this album is a lot more artsy. Yeah. Uh, whereas that album was a lot more catchy, you know, th- this album is not aiming for the catchy elements too you much. You don't think so? Um, not as much as that album. That that album was hook for hook for hook, choruses all, all very catchy and ready ready. And this this one goes yeah. for, this one goes for a lot more experimental stuff, even though it sounds like his old stuff. 
mixed with imperfect that's it i think right? there's a lot of people saying that this sounds like tk solo material of which there is a lot i understand the, the mellow elements yeah yep and and what they were doing on imperfect i i would contend though that there's a hell of a lot of hooks on this album like yeah but ultra overcorrection chocolate passion die meets hard they've but die meets hard is weird yeah but even for him like it doesn't sound too much like his stuff no but earworm wise i just mean hook wise if you 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 were hanging out with me the other day and i couldn't stop going die hard die meets hard like it just (laughs) that sticks in your head like glue and so many of the the the, the hooks on the sound do like on um who's who foe there's that mm. that ooh, 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 and they managed to find you know something on nearly every track that just yeah that's worms last, its way into the your last, brain the last song even though yep. it's kind of a ballady element mm. has that still the soaring vocals yeah um, yeah 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 yeah, it just just odd for him. Which I yeah, and I think it justifies the extensive weirdness that elsewhere. That's what I, I love. I love when you could build incredible chaos and weirdness around a, a really a core of melody and hooks, and that's kind of what they do yeah. here. Undistinguishably um, linked to Asale Seguri. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even yeah. though it's been five years since the last release, technically there was an EP, but yes. Yeah, no, right, exactly. Mm. The, I I mean, I've considered myself. I, I'm a casual. Link Toste Segura fan because I really only know Imperfect really well. I know a little bit of Stilla Toste. Uh, what's it called? Stilla, Stilla, Stilla Virgin. Virgin. Yeah, yeah, I know that one a little bit too. But no, and number four, which is their fir- one of their first releases. But you know what? I I, I always had the feeling, and I do. Ha- I have this with some bands that have been around for a while. Is when I really like their most recent release, I'm more inclined to wait for them to come out with something else than dig back into the back catalog. Mm-hmm. You know the way that happens with bands sometimes, where it's like when the, the elements that you really like seem to be kind of new additions mm-hmm. that was not that I'm not saying they're all stuff isn't great it is but a lot of what I liked the most about Imperfect was kind of stuff that was new on that album and they have extended like I was right to wait they have kind of expanded mm-hmm. on that here it's, mm-hmm. it's it really it's really effective it's exciting yeah it is still exciting so far into their career it's still very exciting which yeah. is great do you know one element that I hadn't heard before maybe that's just my endurance but they on this album they do a hell of a lot of that um you know that hi hat on the offbeat, that kind of tss, 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 yeah, and uh, and almost Arctic Monkey style riffing and like choruses. Yeah, they do that on um, the offbeat jazzy bits. Yeah, on like Chocolate Passion, and there's another one that's even uh, on High Energy Vacuum, which I think is cool. But it has that it's that rowdy indie rock, mm-hmm. almost like indie mosh pit kind of style of a uh, songwriting that I don't think I've heard from them before. Yeah, I think <laughs> Light sometimes do that occasionally with their yeah their yeah 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 absolutely. Atmosphere. Which is really, which is really cool, um, and uh, do you know another uh, mm-hmm. band that we both absolutely love that I heard quite a bit of on this album, um, and they would sit in that in the kind of shoegazy element that that Ling have had in their sound for a while. Yeah. But uh, particularly on Tornado Minority, I hear a lot of My Vitriol. Oh yeah, totally, absolutely you know? that yeah. song. Yeah. And uh, Who's Who Foe. Yeah, is kind of in that vein yeah. as well. Even uh, even on uh, Enemy, especially that that lovely ascending. Guitar, if I can actually hear it in my head right now, just pull it out of nowhere. It's like it's gorgeous. It's really lovely, and they and uh, especially what they were doing on the secret sessions, the my virtual stuff. That's that's more recent. Mm-hmm. Um, that airy, spacey, spaced out, just yeah. dripping in melody, kind of melancholy shoegaze. I think they they do a lot yeah. of that here, and it sounds great. You'd be hard pressed to to think there's not a load of synths on this album which there isn't it's it's all a lot of mostly the guitar work doing all that i think there's occasional synths but yeah it's him <laughs> it's all him yeah it's that's the thing i mean when you're dealing with 
three individuals, you have to make every single person count. Mm-hmm. Um, do they do they have a touring guitarist or a touring no. keyboard player or anything like no. that? No, they they do it all. They do it all live yeah. too, um, which is crazy. They're all nuts at their instrument. Yeah, especially Pierre. Actually, I think Pierre stands out so much in this album compared yeah. to the others. Um, not to say that, not to say that like TK and Free for Five are, are, are not not given that they're all. Oh, I think yeah, it's I, just they're like there's nowhere to hide. That's it. In, yeah. in a trio, there's nowhere to hide. So everybody has to either pull their weight or the whole thing falls apart and yeah. everybody pulls. Their you weight you just notice when somebody's really improving. Yeah, like beyond excellent. Yes, I exactly. I do think Three Four Five though um, has more to do here. Yes, uh, TK is it's, it's sharing it a lot. Yeah, it's interesting. It's her band as well. It is part. her band as well, and I think TK has achieved more celebrity yeah like i always think it's really funny this is something that you'd never see in the west but uh every time you see tk's name like it's always tk from lane Taste segura yeah. that's like almost his stage name when he's a solo artist yeah. which you would never you know like a, you would ne- someone would never or be known professionally as um like dave girl from the foo fighters yeah. well, well I, I think tk is less known that's why well maybe like, that's if, if you know yeah. he's from lane Taste, you'd be mm. like oh yep that's the guy I'm gonna yeah see yeah him. But in any case, uh, three four five is 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 fantastic on this album. And she she doesn't get any song all to herself. Although um, there's one near the start that she uh, that she does kind of begin. I think it's who's who for and and she's lots to do there. Yeah. And a lot of the songs come across more like the, traditional the, ballads. The, the ending of the, al- the duets. En- the ending of the album pretty much has her singing. Yeah. When the whole band kicks in at the very end on number five. Yeah. 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 Like that's her singing the whole second chorus and that's that's amazing <laughs> mm. yeah 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 um, it's yeah it's great yeah. and it's nice to hear her fragile uh, voice against the more sort of frantic yeah. I would say similar to Cedric from at the drive-in slash Mars Volta yeah, yeah. or who's the other guy the guy from Coed in Cambria I hear a little bit of that there too uh, Claudio, yeah. Claudio, yeah, yeah. It's you know, I mean, we, we're familiar with these kinds of voices, mm-hmm. um, or Thomas Arach it's from um, very diverse Paul range. So yeah. that's where Claudio kind of comes in and is a good example. Yes, exactly. Um, but her voice is very full as well. It's it's mm. very deep. It's got a good range to it. Like especially if you hear live videos. Yeah, she really has like control over it in a in a roomy space. Not yeah. just small. No, 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 no. But no, though no, it can no, be no. fragile, which is cool. No, and, 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 and not a slouch when it comes to excellent, like, interesting, compelling bass lines. Mm. Because there's so much going on, especially when... Huge yeah. co- chorus-filtered yep. bass lines. Yeah. I, I think that's the effect kind of there. Especially Plangy. when um, uh, TK is doing these sweeps, like full of Troy-style cascading sweeps of guitar. Mm-hmm. You need something really interesting underneath to kind of hold that together. Mm-hmm. And she does she does it in spades. It's, it's oh, great. Absolutely. Really, really, really good stuff. Um, I, I, what's your favorite song to get to the point? That's actually yeah. It's to a get tricky to the one. point, it's such a tricky one. I kind of earworms galore. It's yeah, it is earworms galore. And we're not. We needed solid years to get used to these kind of albums. You do actually. You do. I don't. I don't feel like I've. We've. We have had this album now. It's been out since Valentine's Day, but we've had it ourselves mm-hmm. for about a week. I would say. Yeah. Um, and I still don't know if I could pick out a favorite. I think at the moment my favorite is probably. Um, who's who far? Oh yeah, that's I really, cool. That's I really, a cool one. I really love that one. Um, I think when it comes to like, there's a lot of stuff that showcases new, mm. um, like, like fresh ideas. I think out of the fresh ideas, mm-hmm. um, I think Chocolate Passion. Yeah, yeah. When it comes to just like what their mission statement is with this with this kind of mm. sound, 
and encompasses it. And serial number of turbo, high energy vac- vacuum has huge, really cool mm. elements that does And blow. serial number of turbo has something I've never heard from them, which yeah. is that really uh, high energy, fast paced acoustic guitar picking mm. that comes in. It's just like a layer on top, but it works so well. Stuff from the stuff from his solo stuff, kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. And on Chocolate Passion, I. I hear a little bit of that madness that you get in Blood Command. Yeah. You know, that sort of driving, dancey, death disco. Yeah. Very cool. Very, very, very cool. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, th- I think... I'll give us a nine for now, I think. Yeah, I think well. I'm going to give it... I think I'm going to give it an eight for now. Okay. Um, but like I said, it's, it's imperfect, one of those... Imperfect was a nine going to a ten. So. That's what I'm going to say. That's I don't I don't think it's quite up there with Imperfect for me, but that's because it's some not. of the songs on... You know, it was a different time in my life. Like, some of the songs in Imperfect, I've got, like, really well established like emotional connections to it's, it's not that yeah. kind of album either really. yeah but it's it's brilliantly consistent this yeah. um, I'm not disappointed in any way I think this is a wonderful follow up to mm-hmm. Imperfect um, and who knows you know I, I, just need, I just need more time to get my wrap my brain right but for now it's, it's an 8 and that is you know and it's one to keep an eye on when we come towards the yeah. end of the year so search all the old stuff out as well yes. heck yeah absolutely. And, I, and I will start doing that because this album is not available on Spotify as I said we had quite a quite a difficult time trying to get our hands mm. on it but there are illegal means to acquire it um, it's up on YouTube it in is. full streaming and if you want to brush up on your Link Toste Segura they have like a pretty decent selection on Spotify right now yeah so, yeah pretty good selection you no know, excuse so the, this album is called number 5 um, I think it's as good a, it's as good an entry point as any if you can find it mm-hmm. but if you can't Imperfect is an excellent entry point as well so um, yeah let's move on nice okay yeah. I'm glad we finally got around to that one oh yeah <laughs> we were Final not gonna let, we were not gonna let it slide years in the making care too much about that band um, alright what the heck let's go for something completely different okay <laughs> this is a band from the Netherlands that Dylan you discovered totally by chance yeah I want to say just to a serendipitous yeah. related artist or something and I couldn't stop <laughs> um, and what has come out of this is my song of 2018 so far and then some it's not to bury the lead the band not, is I'm called not, yeah I'm not wronging him on this one <laughs> <laughs> the band is called Tusky T-U-S-K-Y and their album is called Rated Nar and Nar spelled as in gnarly yeah. with a G yeah. Rated Nar um, so they uh, these guys say that what they play is punk rock now is yeah. that accurate? Uh, elements yes at face value mm. if, if you click on at any point you might recognise kind of a, a kind of an alkaline trio thing going on yeah. but it's not it's, it's more yeah, that's that's funny that you should mention Alkaline Trio because they are the only, I guess you would say, like pop punk or punk touchstone that I can relate this to. It's a bit of Blink, but not really. <laughs> a bit of Blink, but not really. These they almost sound like they're older and wiser, and the music has much more nuance while still being big, dumb, like bang your head into a wall rock songs. That's yeah. what I love about it. Yeah, the 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 heavy rock element still in this. Oh yeah, um, and then some like like that opening white dress. I mean, that was one that we hadn't heard before. We we'd heard uh, five singles. Yeah, we'd heard five. We'd actually heard more than half of the album before it came out. But yeah. that's my o- only gripe with this album. But that's not a huge gripe because not a huge gripe. Yeah, as we learned with all twins and and uh, many other artists in this day and age, you need to build and build and build and build the hype because at yeah. this point, this album didn't even this album is on nobody's radar except ours, as far as I can tell, mm-hmm. and certainly in Ireland and the UK. I think it works because there's a lot of there's a lot of recognition on the Spotify. At yep. least it looks yep. like the bars are pretty high. Yep, 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 yep. And so let's hope that train keeps on rolling along. Um, but yeah, on, on white dress, I mean, it starts off with like almost like a full on hardcore riff. 
and then it goes into that Billy Talent style chorus that just mm. hits you over the head. You know, yes. um, a lot of Billy Talent in this, and and the and you know, and even in that just in that opening song, it's a perfect opener because it just gives you every flavor of Tusky, I mm. guess. The 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 uh, deceivingly melodic, uh, just absolutely pristine vocal yeah. elements in the in the choruses, especially and the weird lyrics as well. He's like. And I'll take my mother's makeup too. You know, it's, it's kind of the big hook in that first song, which is just brilliant. Uh, Folly uh, was the first song they released. Yes. I'm pretty sure it's like, what if we put Lizard People on our actual album in its current recorded form? <laughs> do you get that from the second? Oh, do you feel like it's a little it, bit rough reco- around the edges? It's, yeah, it's recorded in a different mastering element. Um, yeah, I can hear that. I but just, that's not a bad thing, I the, pro- the thing with that is I'm just so enamored by its curb dogginess that yeah. I it can stands overlook. Out. It does stand out though. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, it's, it, do, it does stand out, but I just love, I love anybody that has those big, thick. I, I, I don't want to say helmet because it's curb dog was always more fun than helmet, and I think it is more curb dog. Those yeah. big slabs of power chords that you get on folly, um, and I think it's a you know I I like the, I like the way it keeps the pace. Yeah, it going. does very very much keeps the pace because then obviously you get to get to going out and going out is about as, as punk as they go that's a pretty much a straight up sort of punk mm. slash hardcore song yeah um, with flavours of Alkaline Trio um, and uh, did you ever did you ever listen to well, I'd say Club? elements of um, Rise Against yes uh, Rise, no Rise no? Against yeah mixed, mixed with Against Me sorry that's who, who I was thinking and again but both yeah. both of them did yeah. you ever did you ever hear the Lillingtons or Teenage Bottle Rocket or Bottle Rocket yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so and a little bit of that too just party music yeah <laughs> which we'll come back to again on yeah. this show so, so smart so dumb it's smart party music <laughs> if yeah. you get what I mean yeah 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 um, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and, and and again having these verses that do something that you don't expect mm. you know like I'm going out it, it gets it simmers down for the verse and mm. you get this really interesting kind of noodly guitar part and uh, and then it brings it way back up again yeah, to like yeah, peak dumbness for the chorus there's a lot of risks like yep. you will not regret this please hold still please hold, please hold still um, yeah that song the one with the, the oh man it's my song of the year so far yeah. I, I know which one it is do you, do you, do you, will, I, will I go on about <laughs> you it? go on about it first um, yeah but yeah it, it's it's like going out it starts kind of like going out mm. um, then it descends into a breakdown very heavy breakdown kind of like and so I watch it from afar mixed with like mm. anybody of that ilk yeah then goes to black metal <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and it's only a three minute 20 song yeah and, how uh, they manage to pack everything the fact in. they they risk stuff like that and pull it off makes this almost album of the year contender it's yeah it's, <laughs> Easily. it's stupendous that song like you will not regret this is everything that I want it's everything I want from a song it starts off great like four chords um, that really really work and then it hits you with with a really odd like it goes from you know big four to the floor punk chords to this uh, this verse that sort of that flitters between small, major and minor small catchiness like we've heard once again on the first big yeah. talent album yeah but 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 what the singer does mm-hmm. brilliantly on that song and he does it in I think he kind of does it in the chorus and the verses mm-hmm. um, he'll he'll sing a line and the first time he sings it he'll he'll do it like a little chromatic thing and it sounds minor and then the second time he does it he just lifts it up one semitone and it's all of a sudden it's major you know that, oh, yeah, the, lost uh, inside your eyes and then the second time uh, he goes eyes yeah, yeah. Um, and it's those little things that show that they they're Fucking great musicians. Yeah, some some vibes, uh, uh, like Page does from Helmet as well. A lot of vocal delivery, yeah. like like him. Yeah, because it's just um, it just go. It's this kind of, right. um, what would you call it? 
almost uh, elusive simplicity where where a song can sound deceptive simplicity where a song can sound simple but actually the nuts and bolts the musical nuts and bolts of it are working kind of behind the scenes there's many moving parts and yeah themes running under it that you won't hear until the very end with some of these songs well, especially with that song because yeah, the yeah. last I wish it was a little longer that's the only thing just that last section because <laughs> the last sort of 15 seconds is the main riff the genius main riff from the start mm. the chorus vocal the verse vocal well I think that's the best part because yeah, like everything all together when, at once when we wrote Lizard People mm. the fact that it was short just as it got really weird yeah. people want more but then yeah, it's like no yeah, this, that's, that, that, like, that's it's done it's done that's how you make it's addictive done. songs uh, yeah that song caused a little bit of a not to like go on too much about one song but like that song caused a little bit of a twitter storm um, when I first started showing it to a few friends of mine um, and they were like it started spreading out like ripples on a pond like holy fuck the song is amazing you need to hear this you so and so so and so you'd love this and then people were kind of <laughs> telling their friends and hopefully that's how this band yeah. will um Achieve a lot of weird a stuff, bit of prominence. A lot of weird stuff in this as well, like beach, beach eater, and tend to party. Sound like weird punk war anthems. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. A little apocalyptic, especially the last song as well. Um, Smack me with your Bible belt, which is yeah. one of my favorite titles. <laughs> Smack me with your Bible belt. It almost sounds like Foo Fighters on full turbo, you know, yeah. turbo boost. And, and props to you guys. Um, their videos are excellent as well. They're very fightersy as well. Yeah, they like dress up in attire and play like amateur tennis i saw that one yeah yeah that's great yeah and 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 uh attend the party um almost sort of reminds me of that uh kind of like big jesus hundredth Mm -hmm. especially in the chorus almost sort of a dream like (laughs) dream punk or like dream pop uh sprinkling over everything t for one is a one minute song (laughs) t for one is great t for one just packs it all in it does it it does it's like here's a section here's a section here's a section we're done i mean like i I can never i never have the will to pull off something like that yeah i always want more so it's yeah fair play for getting that i know and it's so it's so catchy um you know arm to the teeth again is excellent in terms of it's got a chorus that's basically just ah like it's there's no lyrics in the chorus but it, it's still super super catchy mm. um which is great and uh just in general it's it's so nice to hear riffs that could be mm. million dead or ruben um, or cars yeah. on fire or, or weird s- uh, swimmers as well if you ever heard of them no sw- but swimmers i think it's kind of pronounced smrs without without like eyes or vowels oh cool yeah that's pretty cool i saw them in japan they're kind of punky yeah they, they are an american band but it's like that element. They just sideswipe you with a difficult, uh, weird, off-key riff, and then they'll yeah. and then it'll immediately go back to four to the floor punk mm-hmm. bangers, and that's what I love about this. It's all there's always a little twist in the tail in these songs. Yeah, the post rock, post hardcore elements grab me. That that makes it for me. Yeah, but then but then it's the it's the bonuses like in Arm to the Teeth. You know that kind of like james brown almost break beats that you get in the in the verse mm, mm. um it's those little touches it's the, it's the fun element of this album that yeah. makes it so special yeah I think. unrelentingly fun yeah it's yeah. even when <laughs> on it's the dark. one hand you're right it's like these kind of weird armageddon punk anthems that They're fun <laughs> but then there's crazy fun weirdness to it as well yeah um it's great it's a really, really great album. I'm if you like bands like Minus the Bear mixed with Billy Jalen, <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's this band. If you like, rock, I mean, it's just a rock, rock, rock it's a rock yeah. album. Like as current as it gets. Yeah. For this genre, and it's odd in places, but it doesn't it never teeters into offensive territory for for most people's sensibilities. I don't think. Yeah. You know, rated nar. 
What do you think about that title? I like it. <laughs> I like I like it a lot. I like it. Reminds it. me of like Tur- Turbo Negro as well. Yeah. Um, that kind of Scandinavian punk element, the silliness. Yeah, I hear a lot of that in there as well. It's it, it's clearly of Europe, mm. you know, but in the best possible way. Yeah. And I think the singer has an excellent voice too. I haven't looked up his name unfortunately, but forgive me. Um, but it's a it's a really cool. And I don't mean this in a bad way, but it's almost got this kind of thin, wispy sound to it. You know what I mean? Yes. That it it it's not it's not your full throated big grizzly bear man uh, hardcore voice. Elements it is. <laughs> Elements at times, especially in the backing vocals. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but in the lead vocal, yeah, there's something kind of cool that's vulnerable about it that I really like. Awesome. Um. Yeah. Uh, favorite song for me is. Uh... <laughs> You will not regret this. You will not regret this. Obviously, that's the best song on it. But and white dress is coming close to getting. Yeah, that. white dress is, is excellent of the of the new songs, and I really like attend the party as well. Yeah. Let them all. Um, I'm gonna give it a nine. Um, why wouldn't I give this? I I might. I think at the moment I'm gonna give this a solid ten. It's just a good era. We Sorry, get gave, down, get down from there. Son. I gave Dylan a standing ovation there. <laughs> Golf clapping me away. Yeah, well done. It deserves a ten. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> I may have heard five songs of it. That's that's fine. Yeah. Same with all twins. I gave that a ten. Yeah, I I'm so so excited to hear where Tuskegee goes next, and I'm really excited to have them over to Dublin. Tuskegee coming to Dublin. Yay. Um, but yeah, no. So it's nine for me, ten from Dylan. This is so far. It's a pretty high scoring show. Mm. Let's move on. Um, yeah, Tusky, By the way, rated NAR. Go listen to it right now. It's excellent stuff. So. Uh, Dylan, we'll let you take the reins for a few minutes now, and you're going to talk about You're Not Alone by Andrew WK. Andrew WK. Who knows what the WK stands for? I think I knew. It doesn't matter. <laughs> because that's oh, it's not just like his name or something? His like, second name, no? It is a second name, I think. All right, Multiple okay. names. <laughs> Mysterious <laughs> While names. I look that up, uh, you tell us more about, about him and what he does. Yeah. Um, he's done party, party music. Mm-hmm. Um, as some people would think, so, so, so smart it's dumb, or so dumb it's smart party yeah. music. It's always had like a layer of intelligence to it. Awesome. Um, really balls to the wall stuff. Um, most of the time you hear, you think you hear like seven guitars <laughs> behind him. It's just a wall of sound atmosphere. I saw him in Dublin in the Academy. Yeah. And you definitely get that approach of like him and his pizza shaped guitar. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he has a taco shaped guitar now. <laughs> but um, aside from that, he's, he's very playful and cartoonish. But this time around, he is all of that and very, very somber, melancholic and, and very um, constructive about um, a well-being and mental, uh, mental awareness in this album. It's a lot wow. of that. Yeah, yeah. Like, like you'd expect from, I don't know, ru- um, rubber band. It's kind of like, wow. like that. And is this a new direction for Wilkes Creer? Yeah, right. Wilkes Creer. It's out. The secret's out. Secret's out. Um, <laughs> like, put, kind, put it this way. He is known. I'm not going to pretend like I listened to this album because I haven't. And I haven't got a chance. That's yet, where but, I come in. But that's where you come in, yes. right? Because I didn't have time. Um, but my understanding and from, from like Party Hard is the song that everybody knows. But mm-hmm. his albums up to this point, have they literally just been like party, 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 um, and then party? Well, party, 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 Gundam tribute album, piano album, party, party, party. Oh, right, okay. Okay. Um, but, so he's shown nuance before. Uh, yeah, the second album, The Wolf, had, had melodic elements and him deciding to sing voc- melodically a lot more. Right. first album had 
very much yeah i have actually Yale heard is it called stuff? slippery when wet or something or uh maybe wet wet to the, yeah i think so party or something yeah <laughs> wet to the party um it's called uh, i get wet yeah and, and i have listened that's to from that. the second that's from the first album sorry yeah i get wet is is the first album from 2001 so yeah. I, that is i have listened to in full it's a while but i listened to it yeah. and it's very much a party album all pistons ahead yeah very yeah yeah <laughs> yeah with the elements i would say of like industrial metal is that gone no no, it, yeah. it's a bit there still. It, I don't mean it's like I don't mean it's like Ramstein or Nine Inch Nails, but it's more so the the just gigantic fuzzed out huge guitars. Yeah, it's it's kind of here. Yeah, okay. it's not the same. I mean, if he's incorporating a lot of stuff into it now, right? Um, a lot of piano, uh, really driven things. Okay. Um, which which the Wolf kind of had. Um, but this is more. What would I? I'd say this is like, I don't know. <laughs> Just an 80s inspiration album. Like, Interesting. Like something you'd hear from like Rocky Four. Uh, him going oh, up. Oh, wow. Up ele- like the keyboard elements are kind of like that. Which is, is so fun. Like Survivor. Yeah. A lot <laughs> in of the burning heart. Yeah. And there's a bit of power metal in the first song. Okay. Um, but he incorporates all these little interesting elements. That's make it such should, a yeah. odd little kind of experimental thing that I never expected him to do. It's funny you should mention the the first song because I, I did I think I think we had like Rolo Tomasi followed by Andrew WK in our Spotify playlist <laughs> so I would get to the end of Rolo Tomasi and then I just party I just party, hear, party party party, yeah. party. <laughs> just a vocoder kind of thing yeah 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 it's so, awesome it, so it's, it's a very silly album yeah but it's also very very encouraging I'd almost I'd almost say this this will be an album set out to save lives um, much like his inspirational internet presence is Mm. Um, for the most part, yeah. But there's um, a lot of people who are absolutely diehards for the the preaching word of WK. Wow. <laughs> and this album may seem a bit preachy at points, but it's the right kind of preachy. And is is, is that yeah. spoken word or is that like lyrical there's, content? There's there lyrical content as well as there are intervals which are um, very very um, inter- introspective okay. and encouraging, which is really cool, like poetry. Uh, or what would you call it? Motivational. Motivational thoughts in like a minute and a half chunk. Interesting. Yeah. With, with the music underneath or no? No. It's, it's just short and then it goes back to the music. Yeah. Ah. So and, and is it, and is it, a, it's, I, I get the sense from you now that it's a little softer around the edges than what you would have gotten previously. Uh, yeah, it needs to be. Okay. Because of, as I said, there's so many layers underneath and now he's singing melodically yeah. as well. Very, very powerful melodic vocals. I, I don't know who, who, um, whose vocal coach was but he's gotten really good at that stuff yeah um and funnily enough actually yeah you, you're probably correct in saying because there's actually quite not as many mentions of partying as there used to be on the track list like you've only got the power of partying uh party mindset the party never dies <laughs> and that's it three tracks containing the word party on an andrew wk album is a significant reduction in the amount of partying yeah um so it's it's definitely an album of, of two halves okay i i but how could I compare this to something you've probably heard? Uh, Epic Loud. Oh, yeah, okay. It's like that. Oh, okay. It's certainly like that. Interesting. With feel-goodness. All right. Yeah. I'm a, I, w- I actually do I do plan on going back and having a listen to it just yeah. when I when I get more time. Mixed with, like, the weird proggy elements you'd hear from Genesis. Um, Even there's oh, bits really? of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, very melodic, as I said. So it sounds like catchy, he's taking... Yeah. Different approaches. He's taking a trip to back the, to the to, 80s a little bit. Yeah, Instead of the wall of sound. Right. But there are bits of wall of sound that are huge. Yeah. Just, but, it, you know, he doesn't do that for three minutes straight. He, like, 
the last minute is a wall of sound or like bits. Yeah. And yeah, and the album art is very Stranger Things. Mm. Like I love the album art. <laughs> VHS or whatever. No, no, sorry. Uh, what was that movie? Doesn't matter. Uh, from, from a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, but you know, that kind of yeah. 80s rich cartoon art sort of mm-hmm. style which is which is nice really cool. not really nice painting yeah nice painting um uh, yeah so where, where 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 would it sit for you in terms of like is this is this <laughs> hey cat hey cat <laughs> go down um where would it for, sit? for for an andrew wk perspective is this a step in the right direction for, for you uh and where do you think it ranks in his discography uh i think it ranks as the best thing he's done musically Oh really? Yeah, okay. like the most creative thing. Okay. I mean, you you could call the first album perfection, and it is for what it does. Mm. And this is him doing something different, and okay. I'm I really applaud him for that. Um, I I think some fans might be straight off by it. Um, there are a few songs that are a bit kind of musically I'm not too into, but okay. but lyrically I'm like yes, that's awesome. I am very thankful there's a musician doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, really really setting out to to make a difference. Which is really cool. Um, he's very in touch with his community and just fans and people. Where's he from? Is he she's from America somewhere? Uh, is he? Chicago. I could oh, be wrong. Okay. Could be wrong. All right. Uh, but New York, very New York based. Oh yeah, yeah. I think actually he's a song called "I Love NYC." Yeah. On the first album, so yeah, that makes sense if it was New York. Yeah. That that's really cool. So, what was your favorite song, and what should people you favorite, know what should people start with? Favorite song. Can uh, I dive into the, this? <laughs> favorite song would probably be. Um, I think music is what uh, worth living for. Music is worth Fair living one. for. Indeed, um, it is. I think uh, "Keep on Going" is great as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but just a lot of a lot of interesting stuff, and bound to find some earworm, even if you don't really like it. Great, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And what would you give it out of ten if you had to? Uh, give this a eight, an eight, an a eight, very, a very high eight. Yeah, okay, yeah, great. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that's uh, Andrew WK. You're not alone. Mm-hmm. If you like to party, yeah, great return. Great return. <laughs> uh, or, or if you're possibly in, in a bad place, yeah. It sounds like Andrew's got some words of advice for oh, you. Oh, totally. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Great. Okay, let's move on. Um, next time we're going to talk about is from a band that has not gotten their due ever. Um, they're called Roller Tomasi. They're from Sheffield, <laughs> and I made the stunning realization that I saw them live at the Twisted Pepper or IP in Dublin. Uh, in 2011 mm-hmm. was when that show was yes. so it's uh, coming up on it's actually over seven years ago because it was early in 2011 um, and at that point they felt like undiscovered gems and they still do and I'm really hoping that uh, Time Will Die and Love Will Bury It is the album that's going to change all that yeah I hope so um, because Rolla Tomasi they've never ever ever been a buzz band mm-hmm. they've always just been a hard working um hard touring just hard playing band um, and, and I'm so how long have they been around it warms Sorry. my heart that they're still that they're still around they've been around for such a long time now I want to say they started up in like 2003 or so uh, I can wow. I can double check that now but um, they've been around for a long time I've heard bits of them in the past this is yep, my first they're, sorry they're around since 2005 um, and this is their fifth studio album and they did also release a retrospective collection Um, so uh, Hysterics I really really enjoyed that was their debut Mm. but um, Cosmology was when they first became notable because Mm. Diplo the producer Diplo actually produced that one and it was his his first foray into uh, into kind of rock music and to call it an odd choice would be an understatement like you know Diplo is 
is known for working with Major Lazer and Skrillex and Jack okay. Yu. You know, he's he's essentially helped spearhead the modern EDM movement. Mm. And for him to work with this difficult math, uh, mathcore, post-hardcore, progressive band from Sheffield was really unusual and strange. And what you got was this album Cosmology, which is a really interesting and delicate balance between just visceral ferocious I think I do know the heaviness yeah. yeah 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 um, um and 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 fragile melody you know and that was it was kind of a real technicolor album I kind of consider it a masterpiece actually uh, party wounds was the big single from that although there's a a double sort of track of cassia and sakia which a lot of people will be familiar with because it, it's it's their most, I say it's their, their most popular melodic song up to this point, And it's just gorgeous. Um, and then they kind of abandoned that style a little bit on the most recent album. Uh, well, the two most recent albums, Astrea and Grievances, especially okay. Grievances, was much more straight down the line. It was great, but it, they described it themselves as monochromatic. Mm. It was much more straight down the line, just ferocious heaviness. Mm. Um and then with this one, they've they've a time will die, love will die. They've decided to kind of go back to a more multifaceted approach, where they really, really focus on the vocals. Yeah, and they are the vocals are the headline with Rola Tomasi, um, and nailing the melodic side of the band. I think so. This is what I got from this. Yep. In, so in, I've in I've I've set it up. Dill, you knock it down. Tell me what you thought. And was this your first? Uh, tech. I've listened to a few. few You've songs. listened to a bit, bits few and pieces songs. here and there, yeah. But this is the first foray into an actual album. Okay. And my God, is it well produced? Yeah, yeah, like, holy yeah, yeah. shit! That's like, <laughs> um, like just the. I'd almost expect like Devin Townsend to produce something like this. It's so huge sounding, and it has so much to handle as well. Yeah, the the, the producer, not to cut across you, but the producer is, is called Lewis Johns, yeah. and he, if you look at his credentials, he's actually the perfect person. If if not Diplo, which like, is just like, so random. Like but. this is the the kind of warmth and sound hugeness we get from uh, Arcane Roots' yes. latest venture, yes, and then put under like a a black metal meets mm. uh, meets dream pop element. Well, well, this guy Lewis Johns, he's yeah. produced Palm Reader, Employed to Serve, oh. and Funeral for a Friend. Oh shit! So Funeral he's got for a he's yeah. got the trifecta of heaviness and melody in his back catalog anyway. Yeah. So he was he was a good choice. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's really harnessed them on this album where you know it, it, even if the, the guitars are raging there'll still be a piano that you can hear just in the distance just yeah. playing something lovely <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Um, like for me mm-hmm. uh, for, just to drive a few more comparisons sure, in sure, there sure. it yep. reminded me of um, Metric me- yeah meets, meets uh, yeah Metric meets black, sure black metal in some capacity yeah absolutely yeah. Um, the, the, uh, it's it, it, it's it's always kind of a push and pull it is very nice with, balance with these guys I mean especially towards the end on Contratom you've got like I would say influences of the National and Manchester Orchestra and Radiohead Radiohead uh, and then everything goes full code orange at the end of the album do you know what I mean it's like crazy hardcore yeah. almost horse the band or Dillinger escape plan levels of yeah. chaos well yeah second last song but the, uh, the last song is like well no quiet. sorry 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 but but the, but the second last you know mm-hmm. leading leading into the end of the album um and it's and it starts off. I think it's it's bookended by two ambient sort of yeah. pieces. At the at the start, it almost sounds like <laughs> like the reception in heaven. That that's that's what that that that, that song, uh, the coming dawn, is it called? Or um, please wait while your souls collect. Yeah, towards dawn. It's like yeah, it's got this really atmospheric electronic 
cinematic feel. Yeah. And then all like like and then it goes into aftermath, which mm-hmm. is which is a nice way to start it because it's it not is. it's not full throttle yet. No. You know, it, it it's decept it's quite deceptive in that remark. Yep. Yeah. Because the, the yeah. third song is absolutely what right, you expect from Yeah, so like, I think you have to take it like towards song aftermath rituals, like that's the opener that's the opening suite of the album where you get yes. you get that you, you, get get the, you get the people who probably yeah. wouldn't listen to the stuff afterwards you, yeah. you reel them in yeah because I think Aftermath is it brings in those influences of like God is an astronaut Arcane Roots and Enemies Russian Circles Russian Circles also and, and Eva Spence who's the singer I think she's a, I think she's an absolute genius yeah but um, you know she's got that that kind of Alice Glass or Karen O or mm-hmm. uh, ethereal floaty voice that just compliments that style of music yeah. perfectly yeah. but I've never heard somebody who can flip a switch like that like a, a female singer who can flip a switch like that and go full absolute throated menacing yeah. like, scream like no other female black metal artist I've ever the heard. only the, uh, a few, a few the only the only voice because obviously there's pl- like even like, uh, Becca from Marmosets is yeah. well capable of doing a big uh, you know kind of hardcore scream yeah. but it's a different thing Mm-hmm. this is like demon like Eva Spence goes like full demon yeah there's like hard growling in there almost but it's high pitched growling and that's yeah. I, I think why I like that a lot more than um, bands like Employed to Serve yeah that's more, that's more kind of a yelling that's a hardcore yell this is this is a, this is very much a metal growl yeah the only person I could compare it to um, is Angela Gossow from yeah. from Arch Enemy and- especially on uh Anthems of Rebellion. Yeah, but but again, it's not. It's a it's a it's an iffy comparison. But that's the closest thing yeah, I can and, even think and, of. And male singers, uh, Kyo from Darren Gray. Yeah, uh, a little bit. Lo- yes. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Good. Like the switching elements are, are very similar. Yeah, <laughs> and then once they go full turbo on uh, rituals, you've got the between the buried and me, Dillinger Escape Plan, um, even some like black metal blast beats, like in the drumming. Mm-hmm. Even it's it's full on. Very creative and like the music. Musically, this goes very angelically poppy mm. to like evil, yeah, chords. yeah, yeah, like, yeah, genuinely evil chords. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah. so um, it's so jarring for me to listen to, but I really enjoy it. Yeah, because I, it, it, yeah. They, they stick the landing on the switching points very well. Is it interesting that there's a song called "Balancing the Dark" because that's exactly what oh. writing a Rolo Tomasi album I'm sounds sh- I'm like? Sure, that's intentional. <laughs> How could it not be? Um, and that's 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 where they have the the title of the of the whole album is where they have that all mm. of a sudden out of this chaos it goes into like a you know four four straight up punk beat and then just this chant of time will die and love will bury it yeah. and it's it's just great you know because on this record they've done a brilliant yeah. job of um, leaving just enough time between their bursts of chaos yeah. to have these bits of downtime or or yeah. melody or kind like, like what Zeal and Arder did. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you're yeah, right, kind right, of like yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. Again, like different, different palette, musical palette, but yeah, similar like approach. Mm, yeah. Um, and and they they also do have s- s- full songs that that take the full off the, the yeah, gas a bit. They, they space it out enough mm. to make me really enjoy something that I would probably fatigue over very fast if it was just the black metal element. And that's what you get. That, that like that. That's it was was much more of a a tough sell not I'm not saying I don't love hysterics and cosmology and grievances and, and astray I do love them all but it it takes a lot longer to get yourself used to them do you know what I mean mm-hmm. this is an album that actually endears itself to you early on because you're sure. so you know it's easier to swallow the, the heavier parts because there's 
they're kind of packaged yeah. <laughs> and all this nice soft uh, fuzziness yes. um and the even on the a flood of light i got a little bit of blade runner 2049 yeah, you know, yeah the sorry. electronics are just done with such mm. attention to detail mm. i think it's fantastic yeah it's it's bleak very bleak at points but there's so many other points where it is hopeful hopeful yeah and, and that's not normally something you get with Rolo Tomasi which is I suppose they said that they told they said themselves that they were kind of a little bit over the the uh, oppressing yeah. atmosphere of yeah. a couple of their I'd old, always older ex- albums I'd always expect one or the other but I'm thankful they took the choice to do books both yeah, yeah both you can the, the rule book is is not needed <laughs> so no fuck it I really, really... Actually, I'd love for them to come back now. I'm definitely going to go see them. Um, in this stage, yeah. They had, I don't know if they've been in Dublin. I'm sure they've been in Dublin since 2011, but there wasn't anything that I had gotten. Not to say that I, I haven't stopped liking them. I, that's not true, but there hasn't been an album that has got me as excited as this since in the last eight years, and I'm very excited about this. I think this is exactly mm. where rock music needs to be. At least this genre of rock. Oh, yeah. Certainly. Yeah. yeah. But it's so nice because it felt like for a while we were talking about two stellar albums in this in this general. We're talking about three great albums in this general genre today. Yeah. You know, and that just bodes so well for the state of mm. difficult, technically minded, progressive rock um, yeah. in 2018. Uh, I don't have too much more to say on it except for I, I'm so glad that they're getting they're getting another shot. Yeah. I think lovers of rock music are all indebted to hear what we have in store today and what yeah. we've already gone over just to see what state yeah the music is in yes exactly good state <laughs> so yeah so uh, what was your favourite track on Roll Tomasi Ooh, uh, there are a few um, but the one that gets the balance is I'm just getting my thing out that's here that's alright um, oh, the first song is very good or the first real song is very good but a fl- uh, Flood of Light has the best balance yeah I think. A Flood of Light is, is, is really good I think I'll take The Hollow Hour um, Alma Master is the best for like boss of the wall yeah 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 yeah. Alma Mater yeah they're all they, they've Mater, all yeah. they've all got really really nice bits in them and I this is another one that it came out on Friday so I'm still getting my brain around wrapped around it but it's it's just excellent stuff yeah. it really I think is. one of the songs Alma Mater one of yeah. them has like a doodle 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 at the very end that yeah, is yeah, kind yeah. of uh, a you or we Kind of yeah, heavy, yeah, huge. yeah, and actually, in um, I think it's, I think, it, I think it is in Hollow, um, Hollow Hour. There's that, you know, which you, which you got a little bit on while she sleeps. Like, so there's cool. a bit of while she sleeps there too. It's badass, yeah, rhythmic yeah. stuff. Um, yeah, listen to it. I mean, the thing about it is, is it's, it's, it is heavy. Like, it's super, super heavy, and it's not going to be for everybody. But I think there's enough here, and I think the guitars are cleanly enough produced. Like, they're so audible. Every single note yeah. is super audible mm-hmm. so you can I don't think it's inaccessible I I actually don't mind blasting this out in, in like a yeah. public setting or no. like here at home because the vocals even the screams are really good yeah, I don't know yeah, what, yeah, yeah something yeah, about yeah. it but it just sound <laughs> they, they don't pierce the ear too much it's like just the right yeah yeah. it just I mean she does sound demonic but it's not I don't again yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't think it's um it's not abrasive. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's yeah. It, you know. It's it, they've created this bewitching brew <laughs> over the years, and they've just nailed it here. They've really, really nailed mm-hmm. it. Um, so I'm going to give it a nine. 
Yeah, nine. Nine. Okay. Oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Nine. I think. I think. Yeah. For for this genre, for me to reel me back in. Hell, Hell yeah. 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 Um, such a great week. Uh, so that's "Time Will Die" and "Love Will Bury It" by Rolo Tomasi. O R O L O space T O M A S S I. I just get on it. Like you know, you may not be your thing, but give it a go because yeah. <laughs> you, you you'll probably be bought in by the end of song two, and then it'll hit you <laughs> over the head. Um, so awesome. So let's move on. Yeah, we gotta move. 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 We got more. Yeah. Got one more. Uh, new, one more new release unless I'm very much mistaken and that is and it's last but not least um, the album is called You Will All Be Gone is it? We Will All Be Gone sorry I keep losing track of these things We Will All Be Gone uh, by Good Tiger so Good Tiger I was not aware I have heard them before I I listened to their debut album a little bit back in the day but they're actually kind of a super group yeah Uh, a super group what for the uninitiated yeah right exactly which included myself until this morning um, so the bass player has toured with Architects and he also played bass in Zoaks. That makes sense. <laughs> which is a band we quite like, which RIP Zoaks, but you know, they were great. And two of the guitarists are from the Safety Fire, who I'm sure I mentioned to you yes, earlier yes, on yes. this week. That also makes Apropos sense. Apropos of nothing, but I said this kind of reminds me of Safety Fire. And no surprise, two of the guitarists used to be in the Safety Fire, wow. who I've also found out RIP have broken up, which is a shame. Um, the singer uh, toured with Tesseract. Mm-hmm. And the drummer at toured at Monuments, so not the superiest of supergroups, but you know, but every every member of that band has has a form in the genre. Yeah, their 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 fingers are all in the pie. Yeah, yeah of yeah. tech metal, I guess. So we're talking with this album here. I mean, I think we're talking Periphery. We're talking Protest the Hero. We're talking Animals as Leaders. We're talking Arcane Roots. We're talking Fall of Troy, Mars Volta. Okay, you know, it's in uh, that it, it, zone. Like you list out stuff like that, and I also list out. Much different stuff. <laughs> oh, that's just that's just the general foundation. Yeah. We're gonna get to other influences that are out of left field. Trust yeah. me. Like you get the instrumental guitar, just catchiness of intervals meets Pliny. Yes, um, yes, meets yep. Coheed and Cambria. Yeah, certainly that. It's in there. Hell, there's even a Jawbox riff on Salt of the Earth. Yeah, or something that you know Jawbox or Failure would have been proud to come up with in yeah. the late nineties. But what really gets me into this album more mm. than stuff they've come from um is it's it's not a kind of um floaty not a whiny album no but um it's not like that this time around in the genre i guess i th- i can hear i think possibly what you're driving at is that it's uh, not a sci-fi album maybe kind of it's i feel it's more planted in reality yeah like like I, I guess they're well. That's not a that's not a gripe because I I I, I know Kobe, I like that Kobe, stuff too. Coheed and Cambria do that. I mean North like I you know I like North Lane and I like you know a couple of those bands like Tesseract and stuff that are kind of more space yeah. spacey yeah. but but it's more relatable. Yeah, this time around this this feels like the <laughs> like I don't know the like the emo version of those bands or something mm-hmm. like is in it's much more planted in real relationships, real life, and it gives a totally different perspective to those like quote unquote like tech metal or progressive mm. metal guitars yeah which you know which which obviously you get in spades yeah I, I, it's not totally tech techy no that's that's it's also kind of post post punk as well there's bits yeah. of weird stuff right yeah, yeah and there's some lovely like almost um I would say there's almost like a, a, a Japanese sort of sensibility to some of the really nice voiced chords. Yeah, some of the this stuff we've covered. Super, super clean voice chords in a lot of those songs. Uh, it, it's it's very much the light end of 
anything like this is like the disperse end of yeah. metal it's not really yeah it's it's exactly what i want from this genre now. yeah uh, uh something that a stagnant genre because you and i were saying like yeah. you and i were saying that you know not every you know like there's a, there's always going to be people that do it really really well like like rollo tomasi for instance but not every metal album needs to have scream vocals just because there's heavy guitars and this or is, that boom yeah. ba-doom, 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 ba-doom. Yeah, the stuff yeah. i know you like some of it but gent. i'm done with it what's no, what's um, known as what's known as gent yeah, that's the thing is this this comes from that it's, lineage but it contains neither that percussive picked uh, sort of that percussive sort of slap guitar that you call gent or screamed vocals. It contains neither of those things and it just builds its own world hmm. um up using bits and pieces that it's borrowed from yeah, lots of different it, communities. Kind, I think kind it's of great. A, kind of a new sound. I yeah, think. I think it is kind of a new sound. Mm-hmm. Vocally the vocally I can kind of hear elements of protest the hero but on arcane roots but again Nowhere near as um, I w- I'm not a huge fan of the vocal actually. Protest the hero. I think it's mm. too operatic. Yeah, that's what I. And it's f- not as R and B as Arcane Roots. Yeah, it's it's certainly a pop rock element mm. in this, which is cool. Yeah, but that's that's what you that's what you want because it means that you can uh, you can pick out the chorus. You know, it's, it's like it's choruses for days on this album. Yeah. Um, you know catchy backing can you feel it and like on Soul yeah. to the Earth I have never been a religious man it's, or, it's or courses even, or, that these, these, these albums are so often missing yeah. or like like the um, the call and response part mm. from the second song uh, I can't remember what it was called uh, Such a Kind Stranger the chorus to that is yeah. really catchy yeah so catchy it's addictive <laughs> it's super addictive yeah you'll find yourself Say and float on as well has a really the, the album gets more interesting as well as it goes on, which mm. is thankful. Like, like I think five songs in, it yeah. gets the grip shoes, and then it gets really, really cool with with what they're going for. Yeah, there's almost like again, it's bits. It's it's all. It, I like you've got the bread and butter, but it's the garnishes that make it so special. It's like it's that kind of almost dubstep drum out, outro on Blue Shift, or it's that. He, the big guitar slides there's like the diva vocal on 19 grams yeah. it's that animals as leaders chan yeah. light kind of craziness of cherry lemon yeah just I, I, thrown I'd, in there i'd say this is one of the biggest kind of guitar sounds we have in this week definitely out of a week of huge guitar sounds out of a one. week of really really well produced guitar sounds and the thing about it is the producer on this album i'm sure i've written this down um worked with uh the yeah he worked with animals as leaders and periphery oh okay the the engineer that makes and you sense. can especially on like that cherry lemon song near the end you can definitely hear the animals as leaders mm. full force yeah. um but but then at the end weirdly the last song i'll finish this book later totally different set of mm-hmm. of i was i i heard i heard a little bit of what we hear on smashing pumpkins on that on that song yeah or like elliot smith or like american football like Ex- low low-key and yeah, uh, emo ex- kind of stuff expansive yes lo-fi kind of yeah. rock yeah it's um, and the thing about it as well is, is it's super short. Yeah, there's only a couple songs that are more missed and hit. That's only a couple. Yeah, the only song that I would say is even they have good bits. Good Tiger. Yeah, the only song that I think is Good Tiger on autopilot is just shy. That's the only one that I don't yeah. think has like a um blue something to, to blue shift kind of has that, but yeah. I know. I I think Blue Shift. I think Blue Shift has has a, has a lot to. It got better with yeah. multiple listens. Yeah, right. That, exactly. It has sure. more to give. I think Just Shy is the only one that yeah. that kind of 
um, tapers off a little bit yeah. in terms of my interest. But yeah. I, you know, it's one yeah. I'd love to own on vinyl. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, totally. Um, as much as you love Leprous, I this is this is the side I like from that music. Yeah. More so. Yeah. It's not. It's not as. Um, up its own arse as Leprous. <laughs> and I say that in a very affectionate yes, way. Yes. Yes. Sci-fi. Exp- uh, yeah. Uh, concepty. Like you don't get the singer going like. For like eight minutes, yeah, it's totally <laughs> less operatic in its approach. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's cool, and it's not. It, Leprous always feels like it's about the end of the galaxy as we yeah. know it, whereas this is uh, the end of a relationship. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's it's more <laughs> rooted in reality. The end of my sandwich this lunch. The end of my sandwich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they'd love to hear that. Um, but uh, yeah and, and then I suppose the only other thing just that I, I, I'd like to mention is on Float On I, I almost hear um, you know that like early 2000s like Scottish and British rock I'm not talking about um, like Blur or Oasis or whatever but like fe- almost like Feeder or mm-hmm. Spiffy Clyro or something on Float On you say Spiffy Clyro Spiffy Spoofy <laughs> Spiffy, spoofy <Clyro>. Chloro <laughs> no Susie Opero that Spoof, kind of thing Spoofy Chloride yeah um, yeah. um yeah, and it's just another sort of flavor in the mix. Yeah, uh, that they're, they're they're bringing it. And I think I what I like about these supergroups sometimes is they don't feel as constrained by oh. the barriers of their genre. Yeah, um, I think the this is one of the albums where like the artwork really lends itself to yeah. the to the pink warmish feeling you get from it. Yeah, it's really cool artwork. I yeah, like- really cool artwork. Yeah, and and you know again that's another thing is <laughs> uh, having pink accent on your cover art is not a typical metal thing to do yeah, so, uh, that's, it works perfectly that's what really got me interested before the music even played was this album cover looks great <laughs> album cover looks great yeah I mean it, it, it looks like the this season's perfume catalogue or something mm. you know what I mean but in a really good way yeah, yeah I love I really love this album Good Tiger another good album yeah yeah uh, better than their first one also which i did listen okay to. i'll go back to that but it's an improvement but yeah. it's really good too but this is better i would love to see them live what's your favorite song favorite song is um see that's a fucking tough one yeah i think grip shoes mixed with 19 grams Ooh, yeah good call yeah good call i think i'll probably i think i'll probably take um Kind Stranger is also really good. Salt of the Earth, I like that one. Actually, fuck it. Kind Stranger is the one. Kind, you take Kind Stranger, yeah, I'll yeah. take Salt of the Earth, but they're all good. Um, I'm gonna give it a. Oh, I feel like I'm giving them out like candy, but it's. I'm gonna give it a nine. No, I'm not. Ah. Oh! No, I'm gonna give it a nine or an eight. No, give it a nine. I'll give it a nine. I'll give it a nine too. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> You're not. We're nining everything. Yeah. Nine, nine, nine. Um. Yeah. Wow. Holy moly. Oh, I think nine. that must be. That must be the the. I know we say this every couple of weeks, but that must be the highest average. Score. Oh yeah, this is this is where the year starts really giving it to us. <laughs> the lowest score that anything got this week was an eight, and that was like an eight with room to grow. And that's still a terrific album. Holy moly, guys! You need to um, you need to get on these albums that we're talking about this week because it's it's been a really good week, and we're all we're just over the hour mark, but it's a six album week, so we're still gonna go back in our time machine yeah. to the year two thousand eighteen years, something completely different. This is Machina. Machines of God. You know why I chose this album, right? <laughs> no, I don't. Um, can't wait to hear. Okay. Um, from the Smashing Pumpkins, Dylan, yes. take it away. Well, the Smashing Pumpkins are back. Reunion yeah. tour. Yes, indeed. Everybody except the various female bassists they get. I don't know who's the bassist now. Dar- Darcy is the one that uh, I think everybody likes, right? Uh, yeah. There's there's multiple. There's five, five or so. Oh, okay. But Damar, it was the one they had in this album. 
Well, I and think no, it, Darcy did play on a couple of the tra- on a couple of the tracks before they abandoned the recording. Yeah, but tomorrow was the last one. Sure. Um. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Um. But this album is is kind of like the last footprint they had before of the like. Mm-hmm sort of original lineup quote unquote Chamberlain the drummer came back for 2007 Zeitgeist right but that was already kind of like uh, turning into Sebastian Pumpkins 2.0 right still an amazing album but this was the last one yeah and um they released a second part of this album free online to their just to the fans or whatever yes yeah. so you kind of you kind of know it's good I, I wikipedia the shit out of this because it was um, so interesting there's so much to it um so many elements of a band breaking up as they write possibly their best album <laughs> that's interesting yeah no i found that i find that element of it so interesting because um this album just sounds like the work of a band that we're going that we're slowly falling apart at the seams like mm. both uh from a interpersonal perspective yeah. and like an emotional perspective yeah like it was record you know it was devised as this grand concept album where as, as they are <laughs> somehow <laughs> yeah 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 we're about 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 a rock star losing his mind and and becoming more or less a demigod yeah um every and, great band needs to do a ziggy stardust <laughs> yeah right exactly marlon manson <laughs> smashing pumpkins some some of the best albums they've released are on that topic yeah but uh, w- with a full musical theater style production in the mm, works and yeah. concept art and like a cartoon and everything, mm. great, and int- great, great um, start of the internet stuff to explore as well. Certainly, and and one of the first yeah. uh, augmented reality games in in following its release. Yeah. But the weird thing about it is that because they went on this mini tour and then um, Darcy, the bassist, called it quits early. They had planned. I think they had. I don't know whether it was pre-planned in advance of recording the album, but I think it was all, it was thought of as the being their last album. And she left early, couldn't finish the recording sessions, and they all kind of felt like, shit, we have to finish this album. Um, the concept's kind of out the window because the characters in the in the album were supposed to be exaggerated versions of the band members. So with one band member missing, it kind of threw the concept out the window. Yeah. So they reworked the songs, and then the concept yeah. sort of remained a little bit. It kind of there's still yeah. half a concept on it. But there is certain, especially the later half or the later third. The last third still has a lot of that weirdness. Yep. Um, but a lot of a lot of it seems very introspective and personal this time around. Definitely, definitely, and yeah, on on a lot of the the, the sort of singles. Sure. Yeah, and this is definitely a return to rocky elements, mm. um, where where Justin Chamberlain was was in rehab for all of a door. So that's uh, they had a drum oh, machine. Right. They programmed drums for a door. It was a really gothicy kind of almost industrially album. Had some weird ethereal elements that that Smashing Pumpkins always have, but that was dark. Um, this may seem dark at points, but yeah, this is more like classic rock guitar orientated pumpkins with the synth stuff from the last album yeah put in um i find this an incredibly interesting album hmm. it is super interesting it's it's also interesting to think of uh, it's such a it was such a different era because um to be to read about it in retrospect and they're talking about well adore was a was a bit of a commercial flop and mm-hmm. uh people didn't really like the direction we took it in so we were trying to regain yeah um our world renown or like our world topping chart topping popularity yeah, which they had non-stop oh yeah for for the 90s but to think of a time when this kind of music was in contention for you know the most popular kind of music that was yeah. out at the time it's so but it, difficult it, but just happenstance comes to mind like it, this is when new metal was starting corn was corn limp biscuit were chart toppers at this time and Billy Corgan of of the time said that yeah with Limp Bizkit and Korn in the charts that this album in the mix 
was neither heavy enough nor poppy enough if that makes sense it wasn't heavy enough to be mm. to sort of play with corn and limp biscuit but it wasn't really kind of poppy or mainstream yeah. enough to play with like, it what else was happening in I, pop at the time i imagine this is at least the feeling i get from this album is is them um just sticking to their own guns yeah really to, for for a grand finale um which hold, so, which so is what know. holds which which you know 18 years later is what um mm-hmm. is all we hear yeah, know, as people who were like in you know <laughs> under ten when oh, yeah. the album came out. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I, I personally, having only listened to Melancholy and really only having listened to that in full once, um, very much a Smashing Pumpkins virgin. Yeah, yeah. This must have been a weird trip. It was. It was a weird trip, but I one that I enjoyed almost, an eye-opening trip, almost right, almost entirely. I enjoyed. I really enjoyed the ride and all the different elements that were brought in. Um, some of them unapologetically and unashamedly 90s and others more timeless yeah um, Stand Inside Your Love being the one real love, personal love song uh, Corgan did yeah well uh, even on this album I would say that Stand Inside Your Love kind of sits in a in a sort of bracket with um, that was the first single I believe with uh, Age of Innocence and This Time mm-hmm. Uh, a little bit and there was another one uh, Try 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 also yeah you know th- it, there's, there's quite a few proper like masterclass standard power ballads on this album and I mean yeah. in a good way yeah um, I think the, the visual approach is very interesting for this as well because visuals very carry very much carry carry yeah. into Smashing Pumpkins approach yeah and the music videos like, really uh, the Everlasting Gaze had them in just this leather just like matrix esque leather, like sleeveless, like oh no, sleeveless. It really cool. Like in, <laughs> in the in the way Smashing Pumpkins can pull off perfectly is yeah. wearing the uh, the matrix getup. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 it's really cool. And um, that song definitely, understandably, is such a buzzy, distortiony song. Yeah. Um, to kick off the album, yeah, it's a, it, it it is a. It does give you a good indication, yeah. It, yeah. Like the first guitar you hear, I, 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 I think they put like the the highest distortion they had in a very small amp and recorded that for the fuzzy here at the first. Yeah, that's really cool, because what what you hear in that song as well is a uh, James Eha, who is now in a perfect circle. He's still a guitarist in that. Oh yeah. Um, you hear his guitar just swirling over the chorus, mm. and it's gorgeous. It's a yeah. gr- It's it's one of the. I don't think a band since then has, has gotten the, that combo done perfectly linktosity elements yeah yeah um, yeah definitely there's there's give and take but there these, yeah. these are the godfathers of doing that stuff it's super interesting as well mm. because I guess it does again speaks for it being of a different era because uh, Flood was the producer on this album who who was, is was the long time producer for U2 mm. I think there's a there's a ton of especially edge style you know the edge style delay and yeah. and 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 songwriting chops as well but in a way that's more palatable to me because it's not you too but you know what i mean i can hear the influence but flood i mean flood yeah. were again it's it's a different time but this guy worked with you too but he also worked with nine inch nails uh pj harvey he's worked with Foles recently the killers oh, you're, you're talking t- about somebody who's got pedigree in both worlds mm. you know yeah i think he allowed them to do the weird stuff really later on but he, but he knew exactly mm-hmm. how to produce a single to make it sta- to make it sound the test of time. Yeah, and that's what you get with um, what's it called? Eye, Eye of the morning. Or- I, uh, try, try, try. Uh, Stands I love and 
Everlasting Gaze were the singles. I have the morning. I think sits in that too, though. Yeah, in, I in think that, so that, as well. And 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 uh, Age of Innocence and Raindrops as well. Raindrops, yeah, and some, absolutely and some radio shows. ready. Well, that one, that one is uh, radio ready, but I think it's very much speaks to the kind of garbage yeah. influence also yeah that's such a warm song yeah. even though it's about raindrops that um, especially the first the kind of half of this album which uh, spoilers i found i enjoyed probably a lot more than the latter half but there's a lot of that jimmy chamberlain being the mvp of this album just brings so much personality yeah. to the to the back line mm-hmm. and uh and so much of the especially the lower tempo or the down sort of the the, the, the slower stuff the ballads and things yeah. is has this you don't really hear it anymore but this kind of s- s- laid back trip hop almost feel mm. to it that you know that non-rock electri- 90s electronica non-rock elements put into a heavy rock album I guess like what you would get so cool. from someone like uh, Moby or <laughs> Beck or Soul Coughing Dido real, <laughs> yeah, Dido but yeah. but in the context of Smashing Pumpkins is mm-hmm. what they do is they'll, they'll, they're pulling in so much of what was around at the time yeah they're masters of the craft and this is yeah. album is it, what I want to point people to when I when they don't get it <laughs> yeah because I get it now yeah <laughs> I get it I get it for sure I don't think it, I don't think it's it's all hit um, the weird parts are intentionally weird at the end uh, yeah like I it's think it's meant to be artsy the only it is meant to be artsy and he and he said that I just it's I think it's a shame because it's such it's a real marathon of an album and that's not always a criticism but I think two two of the songs don't need to be there and, mm-hmm. and they kind of do make up between the two of them like 15 minutes which is the imploding voice and glass and the ghost children glass is a very good very eerie kind of bowie it's kind of bowie-ish mm-hmm. almost mm-hmm. but i just think it's it's just think it's too much it's too much and then blue skies bring tears i'm a little hit or miss on i think it's almost sounds like their version of a christmas song it's if i'm being of, honest i think it's a bit more apocalyptic Apocalyptic um, kind of sounding, but then it gets right back on the rails. I think wounds and crime tree and mercury uh, with every light and age of innocence. I think they're. I think it ends really well. Oh, age of innocence is such an amazing. It's ending. that seventy five percent mark where it, it kind of wobbles and then I think it comes. It comes yeah, back to like being excellent. The last thirty seconds of age of innocence are great. Mm. Just when the whole band comes straight into full rock out of kind of a yeah. A, what you would think was a folksy acoustic song yeah just really um, really pushes and that lyric is just I mean it's so simple and basic but you know just because that simple doesn't mean that anyone could have thought of it I love that that chorus in Age of Innocence just desolation yes hesitation no you know it's really mm-hmm. effective and he's got some great lines I mean Smashing Pumpkins I read what, I, the, infamous, the infamous everlasting gaze um, yeah, yeah. middle eighth bit when it's just him singing alone What's the? Um, I don't know it. It's a it's a huge monologue. Oh okay. Um yeah, but uh, he yeah he the fickle fac- fascination of an everlasting god that part. Oh okay yeah, yeah I can't it's call so it to cool. mind now. It's re- I think they have a reputation for like, I read a really really condescending terrible article in the AV Club this week, um because apparently their tour isn't selling particularly well their mm-hmm. their stadium tour, um and just the the the, the sort of stereotypes and tropes and cliches they were falling back on about like oh well if you want to get sad and have your mascara run down your face you're in luck because there's loads of tickets left for Omaha or you know like the band known for uh, playing just really really snooty yeah. kind Cor- of Cor- snobby Corgan's reply after that was, was very encouraging well, what did he say it was very much like like the, 
like, the, the people who are out, who are out there will will love it. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, like, and it's for you guys. But it was so it was just such a superior shitty attitude. And I think I think t- to boil a band that especially a lyricist in Billy Corgan that's yeah the press really fucks over Corgan these days which is disappointing yeah, yeah especially to boil him down when he when he is a really deft lyricist is it just it's shitty like there's a there's a there's a line that always catches me on um I think it's uh this time possibly yeah it's mm. this time where he goes someday we'll wave hello and wish we never wave goodbye and that's such a really mm. evocative line I think it's yeah. great really cool I, I like I like his I like his social presence within just fan yeah. fan uh, giving back to the fans I mean recently mm. uh, there was some downtime five days off between a gig mm. uh, in Austin to somewhere else and he just stopped in a park started live streaming was like okay I'm gonna play for 20 minutes <laughs> whoever wants to come to this park can, can come <laughs> and, and he was just there with his phone That's awesome. playing some <laughs> songs in his guitar <laughs> by, re- by request yeah. I'd love to see I'd love to see a solo acoustic version of With Every yeah. Light because that song High smacks of Noel Gallagher. Now it's so good. I know. I, I. It sounds like you know half a world away or um, or everlasting gaze. You mean? Uh, no, 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 no. I mean, I mean with every light. Oh, um, sorry. Yes, that My song very much sounds like an, a good Oasis ballad, which is crazy to me. Yeah. Just to hear so but, much that I didn't expect. Better. <laughs> no, I can't. But no, well, along the same lines, and then other Fine. things like on wounds. It that's full on like the Cure, the Smiths mm. sort of influence. Like very much that kind of late yeah. 80s goth pop what's your favourite moment in this album not favourite song but no, no, favourite moment yeah no like, moment just a bit they put in What what is your favourite there's moment? a bit in um, there's a lot of really cool there's stuff. a lot of really cool little touches and I really like on Crying Tree of Mercury yes. there is this proto like Synth- you know synthesizer bra- synthesizer going it's so cool it's so cool no, yeah. one, no one does that yeah. I don't even know what it is you don't hear that anymore because the MIDI has gotten so good now that it's almost indistinguishable from the real thing yeah. but back then <laughs> it was it's it's just endearingly shitty just yeah. that whoop, 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 I, think, whoop. I think my favourite part of this album is the yeah. um, solo in Stand Inside Your Love oh yeah where it, go, it just goes from a synthy slide mm. guitar with an ebo and yeah. just keeps going up and then the final chorus and it's huge Stand inside your love is, is gigantic. Yeah. That's stadium size. Yeah. Um, I there's a couple other moments that I would definitely pick out. I think mm. um, the in the, the the sort of drum fill that that takes you into try 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 that is is great. Yeah. Is really is just yeah. you know I I almost found myself like the second I almost heard the first, the opening second of that song I'd just be think I'd be thinking about that drum fill just you know I'm waiting for it waiting yeah. for it and then it comes yeah, um, it's nice it's really nice and then there's also a, a kind of a again that sort of trip hop drumming and this really cool almost snaky guitar line um, with with kind of nods to Eastern mysticism in uh, Sacred and Profane. Oh yeah, it's kind of like right in the middle of the song and it's it's just sort of in the background but it's yeah. it's done it's not done super obviously. Yeah. Uh, heavy Metal Machine is an interesting song yeah Heavy Metal Machine like, is an interesting fil- moment that's filth in it's guitar it's, I love it <laughs> it took me a while to warm to that one I'm not going to yeah. lie but because it, it's so mechanical it's like really dreary and it's industrial absolutely I you think. can almost hear the like pistons and cogs yeah. and things going but it's cool it's and really then cool the, the chorus is like you hear in the Everlasting Gage yeah the gaze um, I love I just yeah. love how the guitar works with just simple chords simple mm. G chords and all that and and then just a huge kind of sweep echo, and that makes it so much more. Yeah, they do a lot. They do. They do a lot, and it's 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 cool to hear a band that can um, that can give you the sort of pop, the pop treatment 
so well in 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 the way that only the late nineties and early nineties could do. Mm-hmm. But then also to, to yeah to bring you the weirdness of um, heavy metal machine. Yeah, I'd suggest um yeah whatever it is listening to the second part. Yeah, because I might it, do. It's not the best produced. Yeah, because it's just they didn't have the time or the funds to do that again. Right. To this degree, but it, some of the fans like it more, hmm. which is so weird. I don't know what to make of yeah, that. Yeah, uh, I have heard that that, yeah. that is generally more critically mm-hmm. acclaimed, which is odd because I think this album is it's so close to being a home run. It, again, I would just take out those those two tracks mm-hmm. from the sort of third quarter of the album, yeah. but apart from that, I think it's. Mm. There's so much there that's that's worthwhile. Yeah. Like like as somebody who d- hasn't really listened to them before, I occasionally get to t- take the time to just listen to each album they've got. Because mm. like uh, Zeitgeist, the one they came back with in '07, has some of my favorite elements, so and that's not even actual Pumpkins, really. That's just Pumpkins 2.0. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and still, still is just as, almost just, just as good as this one. Uh, answer me this: mm-hmm. Is before we wrap up, is Billy Corgan famous for being ugly? Uh, androgyny. There's there's a sense of androgyny that kind of Marilyn Manson had at that time with mechanical animals. No, because yeah, because it, my only <laughs> for for is, genuine fans is just they like the androgyny and the weirdness. I only ask. I only ask because my introduction to the Smashing Pumpkins yeah. was through a song obviously I knew like 1979 well, that's what it's called right yes yeah yeah. yeah and tonight tonight but but you know as a, as a personality my introduction to Billy Corgan was as part of a lyric on um, Future of the Left song Robocop 4 fuck off Robocop oh and, and the lyric is at least Harry Potter has a proper story in the sense that the character's crave an ending, if only to release poor Billy Corgan from his role as the titular character's nemesis. Oh, no. <laughs> so I, I think it's just the bald element. Okay, maybe that's it. Maybe just because uh, Voldemort is, is bald. And, Corgan was not always was bald. bald. <laughs> an option to go bald. Right. Um, I had, just thought that was funny. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, when I started hearing about I was like, oh, it's the guy that they, yeah. the future laugh thinks looks yeah. like Voldemort. <laughs> Um, but yeah, this this is a really cool album to bring to the table. Yeah, as you're yeah. De- if you do say so yourself. But I agree, it is a very cool <laughs> album to bring to the table. And actually, I think you're so I'm slowly being converted uh, to a smooshing pumpkins fan. Yeah. Um, what was your favorite song on oh, this album? God, if it's if you can, I know that. if you can pick. I can't. It's hard to pick favorites. Like the first five songs are so unbeatable. I mean, they're all really yeah. good. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Even, even the weird ones I, I've grown to like yeah because I've just known them for years um, I think I think uh, Stand Inside Your Love is the okay. favorite one it just is <laughs> I'll take this time um, but they're all great it's, yeah. it, they're almost all great it's like a, Try 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 is just a really nice yeah kind of like soul, almost like soul, a Wurlitzer or something yeah, isn't it? soul yeah. keyboard yeah uh, so cool it's cool really really cool Loved it, loved it. It's one of my favorite retro uh, retro clubs that we've done so far. So well yeah. done. Uh, but we've won, run way over time. So let's wrap it up for this week. Um, you can find uh, unless there's anything else you want to say, Dill. No, cool. You can find <laughs> us on Twitter at Kill Shuffle, Facebook Kill Shuffle. Yeah. Uh, thing is just Kill Shuffle actually um, search us on Spotify to find the playlist that we put all the music we can that's available on Spotify yeah, yeah. into the mix. Um, and otherwise just uh, keep an ear out for our EP it's coming out soon mm-hmm. <laughs> Revival Mode EP is deep into the mix right now will we review it <laughs> I don't know
we, yeah. might, we might plug it on the show. We'll, we'll play a bit. We might plug it on the show. I think legally we can play a song at the end. I think legally we can play whatever the hell we want if it's songs that we wrote and know the copyright to. So, <laughs> in the meantime, take care of yourselves. Bye, guys. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.